0: Previously, on the Death Saving Bros Podcast.
1: I thought we were here to meet with some, like, contact Prothean had.
0: Yeah, I completely forgot about that.
2: I have a lead on some Trugala spies that release demons and core uh, demons. demons? Did you? I found a path that leads into Trugala that's small enough for a couple of people to go through. And there's a contact of spies used on the other end of the mountains whose name is Siren
0: Whitehurst. And thanks to the tracking abilities of Abe, you wind up coming across a small cabin. You see a mountain lion. You see a grizzled-looking ranger come around from the back of the house. I am searing about these demons. Go back to the free cities. I need you to be in South Salt when our next demonstration occurs.
1: I want to whisper to the other guys, Hey, He's keeping something from us. Don't trust him.
0: And then we'll go from there. I pour
1: myself a cup of tea and then slam and shatter it right
3: afterwards and say, what are you not telling us?
4: So all of a sudden, giant crack of thunder. You see half of his hair change color to white, and you just hear a amplified voice. Show me the Diadem Exorius. And I just collapse.
0: Siren reaches over to his left, yanks the blanket away from the craggy rock, and sprints out the back door.
5: I want to sprint to the back door. All right, so I'm going to ignore the fucking cat and run out the door.
0: An invisible rope caught around your ankle and hoisted you up in the air. As the craggy rock that's in the corner suddenly uncoils itself, into a dog-like shape and it opens up a circular hole with pointy teeth and a barbed tongue starts coiling out of its mouth waving back and forth Mm -hmm. and it and the mountain lion are both going to pounce sure Welcome to another episode of the Death Saving Bros podcast. I am your host and dungeon master, Paul Camper. With me today, I have Brad Renfro.
4: Life without women would be a pain in the ass, literally.
0: (laughs) Uh, be rich.
5: Oh, hold on. That shit was funny. Anyways, I got a joke for you. So there's a girl with no arms and no legs. You can tell where this is going. She's laying out by a pool on a nice summer day. So she sees a guy walk by. And she's thinking, all right, let's see if he'll help me. So she goes, excuse me, sir, I have a question for you. And he's just minding his own business. Decent looking dude. Not like Hugh Jackman or Ryan Reynolds, but like. Like your typical Paul Camper. Like your typical Paul Camper with his beard and his Mac mustache and all that good stuff. So he stops, scares the shit out of him. First off, he didn't see her laying there. So finally he looks down, sees the girl with no arms and no legs. And she goes, excuse me, can you help me? He goes, yeah, sure, What's, what do you need? He's feeling generous, you know, karma, paying it forward and all that. So um, I have no she, idea where this is going. It gets better. Um, so she, she, she goes, I'm a little embarrassed, but I've never been fucked before, so uh, can you help me? No. And he goes, you know what, absolutely I can. So he scoops her up into his arms, and he throws her in the pool. Say, there you go, now you're fucked.
0: Uh, <laughs>
5: You're
1: welcome.
0: Matt Smith.
1: <laughs> hold your breath, because I'm going to hold my nose.
3: Ben Renfro. The way to a man's heart isn't through his zipper, but through his stomach.
5: You're wrong. That's wrong.
0: No. And Eric Nemeth. I just have a drinking problem. And this is our AA meeting. <laughs> I'm cutting that. <laughs> <laughs> We are a fifth edition actual play Dungeon what?
5: It's Whale Watchers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's for heavy chicks with big tits. <laughs> we are a fifth edition actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Welcome to our roundtable, uh, round table where all of us except Eric are in the same room, so this is going to be one interesting episode to be sure. And uh, Well, you know what saying that that you can't cut anything that we say. Otherwise, it's
1: going
3: to sound like any other episode. No, that is not a rule. <laughs> uh, that's a rule, guys.
1: Are a lot of uh, sharp 90-degree corners on this round table. <laughs>
5: <laughs> Mine's a little rounded <clears throat> over here. <coughs> is it? Yeah, well, it's probably from years of abuse from you assholes, but yes. <laughs>
0: what kind of abuse is happening on this table? Getting run into walls and...
5: When Paul's dad breaks out the belt when Paul didn't get an A in math class. Got a 97%. <laughs> isn't good enough. We're going 90% of the
0: bells. (laughs) Hmm. Um, Paul's like, there's some truth to that. (laughs) (laughs) He's got PTSD (laughs) right now. Who remembers what happened last week on the Death Saving Bros (laughs) (laughs) podcast?
4: No shot. Last time on the Death Saving Bros podcast, our heroes met Prothean's contact in the Trugala kingdom.
3: What was his name? Siren Whitehurst.
4: Siren Whitehurst. Siren Starburst. Prothean, too intoxicated to communicate with Siren, left it up to his team. In the midst of the communications, Jet had a mental breakdown. Passed out, had some demonic speeches, and then everybody else seemed to ignore that and get into a fight. (laughs) And then we ended the fight.
3: Yeah, we were in the middle of initiative. Question, was that a demonic speech? Because if it was demonic, me and Ambionitis would have been able to understand what he had
5: said.
0: No, it just sounded really fucked up. Gotcha.
5: I think you missed the most important part of last episode. I reclaimed my throne
4: of kicking doors. The throne <laughs> of door kicking was reclaimed by Ambionitis Hammerbottom. Thank you. Proceed. The end.
0: Yeah, so... Um you guys went and met with Siren Whitehurst, and then you got into a fight. And who remembers what happened right at the end?
4: We won.
1: Like, yeah, we killed Siren Whitehurst. <laughs> um, he ran. There was nothing else left to fight, and now we get all his stuff. Someone, exactly what he said. I agree. Uh, Someone got caught in a trap, and then
0: that would be ambient. Fuck. There was some sort of like fireplace that came to life to eat us. It was uh, what looked like a craggy rock, and was actually a. It un, uncurled, and it had claws, and it had a toothy mouth and a big, long, spiny tongue that was waving around. Hot, yeah. Oh fuck! And you can only guess what sort of creature that is. You're right. I can only guess. Is it a is it a cat? Well there is a cat. No, the cracky rock is also a cat. A
4: cracky rock or a racky cock? Oh Jesus.
0: No, the other one is not a cat. Is it a dog? No. Is it a Grick? No, it's not a Grick.
5: What about a mimic? Not a mimic. What about a beholder?
0: Not a beholder. What a ogre? No.
5: Giant? No. Wolf? No. Dire wolf? No. A Spider? Sea
4: monster.
0: No.
5: Is it old Greg?
2: <laughs> what about a penguin? Oh Greg,
4: I'm Old Greg.
5: What you
3: doing in my waters, boy?
5: What you doing in my waters, Is
2: it a shark?
5: <laughs> I think he's he's on the Manticore. It's
0: a manticore. No, Hammerbottom Brothers, what are you searching for? Um, demons. Semen. <gasps> is it the demon with the tattoo that we've been looking for?
5: It's a demon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait for them to hear that.
0: Yes, it is a demon. So. I am going to take my uh, traditional green dice, and I'm going to switch it for my new Inferno dice from Die Hard. They're red and yellow, and they're going to fuck you up.
4: Fun fact. I'm so turned on right now. Paul can fit 24 d20s in his mouth.
3: I really like the fact that you really wanted to make a point about that, so you left your green dice on the table in a separate dice box just to put them on the floor and pick up the other one instead of starting with the other ones on the table because you knew you were going to use them. Thanks for
5: the dramatic suspense.
0: You're welcome. It was it was wonderful visuals for you guys, and only mildly entertaining for our listeners.
5: I'm sorry. They come in an actual box with styrofoam holders.
0: Have you seen these dice? These are beautiful. All right. Well, let's go ahead and let's get back into the thick of things. So we only got through three people last time. Abe ran out the back door, and he took a shot at um at Siren. As he ran behind a wood pile. And then Ambionitis took off after him and uh, ran over to the wood pile, got there, but then stepped in a snare and was hoisted in the air. And then, um, what happened next? Who was next? Where's my. Oh, there it is. Oh, Jet also sat up and he was looking around and nobody was really doing much of anything. And then the demon in the back. Jumped up and pounced, as did the lion. So that's where we're going to pick up with our combat today. You ready?
3: (coughs) Getting over a cold. Yes, I'm ready.
0: Okay. So the uh, craggy demon is going to shoot out its spiny tongue at Jet, who is currently sitting on the ground in front of the fireplace.
4: Dazed and confused.
0: And he is going to roll a 16. Does that hit your armor class? Negative. Okay, that's a bummer.
3: Oh, for 1 with these new dice.
0: Yeah, but it rolled a really sexy-looking 9. Because
3: sexy can only get you so far in life.
0: Okay, and then the mountain lion is going to pounce on Brixius, because he's been growling out at you this entire time, so he's going to go after you, and is going to roll... A 22. That'll do. All right, so it's going to bite you with its teeth, (laughs) and it is going to hit you for three. And then it is Siren Whitehurst's turn. Siren is going to see that his snare ensnared Ambionitis and is going to dash around the other side of the woodpile and is going to make his way over to the side of the house... Uh, and kind of crouch behind the edge of the house there.
4: He's taking a poop.
0: <laughs> Not squatting, just crouching. But anyway, so Siren is, is going to be crouched around the side of the house, and he is going to start muttering words and waving his hands to cast a spell. It is now Brixius's turn. You are inside the house. You have been bitten by the mountain lion. And this demon has lashed out at Jet with its spiny tongue. Prothean is also in the house with you.
3: All right. I am going to start off by swinging my warhammer at the mountain lion. 24.
0: 24 will hit.
3: I am going to swing twice. 27. Also a hit. 17 damage for the first swing. 17? Yes, that is that is what my math came to.
0: What do you add?
3: I add 9 to my D8 roll. Jesus.
5: Yeah, we're kind of at that point now where we hit shit. And my next shit. one
3: was 15.
0: Okay. Um.
3: So it bites onto me, and I kind of give it a little shove back, and then I pull out my warhammer and shield, and then I would like to just kind of swing through, hitting it with one end of my warhammer, and then keep keep the swinging going so that I can just kind of spin around and hit it again. On the same side of its body that I hit it with the first time.
0: Yeah, it crumples with a oh, and it is dead.
5: Fantastic!
0: I should have given you a harder thing to fight.
5: Was that the demon or the fucking lion? That was the lion. Oh, um,
3: I hope the demon's just as easy.
5: Well, hmm. now it's not going to be, asshole.
3: <laughs> but I was like, shit! I should have give it harder. Let me just uh...
0: was At that a- eighty.
3: Let me just add an extra zero on the back of this. There we go. Now he's got some hit points to him.
0: Okay. Uh, Prothean, it is your turn. You are... um, So I guess I could paint the scene again inside the cabin. So if you're standing at the front door, you have a window on the left and the right side of the front door, on the front side of the house. There is a window to the left. There is a fireplace on the right wall. There are no windows on the back wall, but there is a door that is open, which Ambionitis and Abe ran through. There is a table to your left, and there are chairs arrayed around the fireplace. Jet is in between the chairs and the fireplace, and the demon is in the back right corner of the cabin. Protheon, you are in the middle of the cabin, between the table and the chairs. So, can I get to the demon rock quickly? Yes, I mean, the the cabin is only 20 by 40 feet, so you could definitely get there, just so you have an idea of what all is in the room and what might get in your way.
2: Alright, I'm going to pull out my greatsword and basically try to, like, Excalibur into the top of the demon rock. Okay.
0: I think that's the right term to use.
5: That's acceptable.
0: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. 16. A 16 meets its armor class. Meets and beats, so uh, 17. Uh, 17 damage, cool. So you try to Excalibur into this demon's back, but it glances off the armor and only causes a glancing cut across its back.
2: All right, I'm going to use my second attack now and basically try to baseball bat, swing it back down into the same cut. Just hit it a little harder
3: this time.
0: I rolled a natural 19. I don't want to do math for that one. (laughs) Natural 19 will do it. Go ahead and roll for damage. 15. Okay, another 15 damage to that bad boy. How's this rock looking? The rock looks fine. Well, fuck me. And its spiny tongue is waving back and forth, and it's now looking up at you. You can't see its eyes, but it looks like it's starting to lick its chops at you. So, just stab my sword down its throat. <laughs> okay, it is top of the order. Abe, your turn. You just saw Ambionitis get hoisted up in the air, and you saw Siren run around from the woodpile to the side of the house, and you also hear a commotion. Coming from inside the house.
4: Hmm. Well, that's unfortunate. I'm going to. The commotion sounds like SpongeBob tiptoeing through Patrick's basement.
0: Tiptoeing in
5: my jar, garden.
4: No, that one episode where like every step was like gunshots going off or the race car crash. Oh yeah, no, no, I definitely know what you're talking about. Okay, okay.
1: All right, can I maneuver myself to be able to see where Siren is at the moment? I just like run a little bit. So I can see around the corner.
0: Um, yeah, you could move without going directly towards him. You can maneuver yourself over closer to the wood pile. So you have more of a direct angle on him.
1: All right. How close am I to him now?
0: You are currently about 30 feet from him.
1: 30 feet. Okay. I want to shoot him again.
0: Oh, after you move? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You're you're 30 feet from him.
1: Get fucked. Maybe not.
0: 11. Will not do it. So you run over there and uh, you try and shoot him, and he ducks under it as the arrow bur- buries itself in the corner of the cabin.
1: Does that distract him from his muttering?
0: His muttering has stopped. Dang. Okay, so it is now Jet's turn.
4: Okay, so I have Brixius and Protheon and the demon in the room with me, right?
0: That is correct. You are on the floor next to the chairs in the fireplace.
4: Okay, real quick, can Brixius and Prothean give me a perception check?
0: Twelve. Three.
4: Okay. So, I'm going to be standing up kind of slowly, and I look a little confused, uh, taking a glance around the room real slow, trying to get my bearings, pulling out my quarter because i hearing a commotion go on, but I'm not quite sure what's happening. And you don't hear me say anything. I just run over and I am going to try to smack the absolute shit out of, um, Brixius.
5: I like where this is going. There's a demon in him. I'm so ready for this. Cut me down. I rolled a 21. 24.
1: He's finally had enough of uh, his low wages. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, 24.
3: 24 works. That hits. Oh, I'm excited now.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, let's see the core staff. Can't wait to absolutely slap the dog shit out of somebody. (laughs) 14 damages. Alright, we're
3: going to uh, use a maneuver on that one. Uh, We are going to parry that one.
2: How many hit points you got over there, brother? Eh, Enough.
5: (laughs)
0: 74!
2: Hey, Paul? Yes, sir. Is this demon considered a
3: fiend? It is a fiend. Hi. Yes, yeah, so minus nine damage from what you had said.
4: Fourteen. So minus, minus nine, nine so is... So I take five. Five.
5: We can do math on the Death Saving Bros podcast. Except my character, because that's one of his flaws. I'm not shitting you.
0: That's a good flaw.
5: Fuck, actually, is it written down on this paper? It's somewhere. So this guy can't do math. I know
0: you definitely said it on the podcast.
5: Yeah, no, it's definitely somewhere.
0: Okay, um... Jet, is that your only attack? Yes. Okay, Ambienitis. It is your turn. You are currently hanging upside down in the air next to the wood pile near a tree. Um,
1: about to get wood piled.
0: <laughs> you can make a de- dexterity saving throw, uh, to uh, try and get out of it, but that would be the entirety of your turn. Is it a rope? No, it's invisible. It's magic. You know believe it's not so so Ooh. much clipping
5: <laughs> Is there anything under me that I would possibly land on and injure myself upon?
0: No, it's just the grass. A shrubbery.
5: So what can I see around me?
0: There's a woodpile next to you. There is a tree nearby. Uh, you can still see the cabin, and you can see that Abe has moved closer to you to shoot at Siren, who is alongside this. The if you're facing the front of the cabin, the right side of the house, and you're just kind of rotating in the air as you see all this stuff.
5: So I see, guy.
0: Yes, you see Siren.
5: Does Abe know where he is? Yes. I'm trying to debate if I want to shoot at this guy or get myself down. Did I hear? or see no I didn't see him attack him
0: no you would not have seen you're you're talking about Jet attacking Brixius
5: yeah that's their names um (laughs) okay I'll just get myself done
0: alright you need to roll a dexterity saving throw
5: good thing I'm not proficient in it alright fuck me in the ass ten
0: you are still restrained and that is your turn the demon and the mountain lion's dead so just the demon (laughs) Hmm. You are in the mountains. So the demon is going Hold to... On.
5: I have danger sense. What is that? Advantage on dexterity saving throws. What? I have it written down here. I don't know what the fuck it's from, but it's from something. And I remember I saw it last time I had a dexterity saving throw, and I didn't remember it. So look that up for me, please.
4: Spread like the peanut butter jelly. Because
0: if I'm right, I am proud of myself.
4: I'm doing like I owe you some money
0: only against effects that you can see
5: I'm hanging upside down I can clearly see that shit that's really specific was really fucking specific it's very fucking convenient too
0: man that's really fucking convenient I guess technically you can see the effect of it oh I can
5: see the fucking effect I'm upside down in the air <laughs> would that be a saving throw then or just like an ability check to untie him, must so. be fucking nice
0: no it's a saving throw because that's the mechanics of the spell ah so, yeah, I guess you get advantage.
5: Fuck! <laughs> 13. Still a fail. God Woo. damn it. Did Satan make this? Wait! I'm kidding. I don't have any more cool shit that I know of. You have your divine shit? I have spirit shield. But I do have divine. I have divine thing. Divine thing? That was It's it. written down. Once per rest, sh- uh, saving throw or fail. Oh, wait. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> no. He's right. <laughs> fuck you, Paul. I can roll. Hold on. Let me read it. <clears throat> Divine thing, favored by the gods. Once per rest, short or long. If saving throw, fail or attack, roll. Roll d4 and add that number to that number. Fuck you. Okay. Fuck you, Paul. 15.
0: That's enough. God damn it. Fuck uh-huh. you. <laughs> You fall to the ground, and you are free of the magical snare.
5: Can I look up at the magical scare and do one of these numbers? Flipping it off with both hands.
4: <laughs> the double
2: birds.
0: So the demon is going to turn its attention now to uh, Prothean, who just tried to Excalibur him with his greatsword, and is going to lash out with its spiny tongue.
5: Spiny
1: Tongue. Like the way you say tongue.
0: Well, I was in the middle of a burp, so my
4: tongue. Uh, tongue. Hashtag the moment your DM oh. ridges puberty. Spiny Tongue.
0: Take out, get wait to go play this
4: ball. The tongue whip. Take what what way.
0: The demon rolled a natural 20.
4: You get the whip. Oh.
0: Thank you, brand new Inferno dice.
1: Gonna lick you. Gonna lick you real good.
0: You're gonna get a licking. So... It is going to hit you for...
4: We're about to find out what happens when you crit with your tongue. He's going to get a licking and keep on kicking.
0: You're going to get hit for 24? Jesus. All right.
2: Shit. While this is going on, I'm going to use my Hell's Rebuke on him. Ooh. Because fuck this son of a bitch. You point your finger at a creature that damaged you and is, it's a reaction. Which finger? instantaneous, um, basically at point and flames come out and creature must make a dexterity saving throw on a fail it takes 2d10 or half as much on a successful
4: I always pictured the finger pointing as the uh, family guy's monkey in the closet where he's just like, you
0: what is the DC that I have to meet?
3: usually 8 plus your proficiency plus your charisma
0: so you said 8 plus the dexterity
2: plus pro
3: 8, got it Plus your proficiency bonus. Okay. Two. Plus your charisma modifier. Three.
0: Add them all together and what do you get? Eleven.
4: Thirteen.
0: Okay, I'm just going to say I'm pretty sure your proficiency bonus is higher than two. It should be three. It should be three. So it should be A plus three, which is eleven. Plus whatever
3: your charisma is.
4: Fourteen.
0: Oh, fuck. I've been doing more damage lately then. Okay. Here goes my dexterity saving throw. Damn it, it was on a slope. I rolled an eight, so give me 2d10 damage. Six plus five. Eleven.
4: Kaboom. Kaboom.
1: Gave you a licking, but you were too spicy.
0: So you gave him hellish rebuke, but he has wrapped his spiny tongue around you, and you are now going to be grappled And then on your next turn, you will be able to contest the grapple. Well, I'm a grapple. Can I just stab a sword through its throat? Yeah, you can go ahead and uh, on your turn. You're just stuck there. All right. All right. And um, he's going to pull you close to him, and he's going to hug you tight, have his mouth right next to you. It is now Siren's turn. Siren is going to back up. Farther, he's going to run towards the front of the house where he's going to stop next to a stump that you guys saw on your way in and he's going to take the hatchet out of the stump and he is going to throw it at Abe. Bring it. He is going to roll an 18. Uh, that hits. Woo! <laughs> All right, so he is going to hit you with this hatchet and... It is going to deal nine damage. And then I need you to make a constitution saving throw.
5: Three.
0: Ooh, oh boy. All right, so you are going to take another 1d8. So that's another five.
1: Good, good.
0: And you are now paralyzed.
1: Oh, that's that's excellent.
0: So you are incapacitated, which means you can't move or speak. You automatically fail strength and dexterity saving throws. Any attack rolls against you have advantage. And any attack that hits you is a critical hit if it's within five feet of you. All right. And this hatchet is now buried in your chain. Uh, Do you have leather armor?
1: Scale mail.
0: Scale mail. So it is buried in your scale mail and it has pierced you in the chest.
1: Get a quick nibble piercing. (laughs)
0: Here are your announcements for this week. Our podcast partner is Casual Master Quest. They cover video game topics and news in a podcast format that your grandma warned you about. So here's a quick listen. Hey everyone, Tyler from Casual Master Quest here. And I'm Nick, the sweaty one. We're pretty big fans of death saving bros like you guys, but hey, we got you covered too. While the Hammer Bottom brothers love spearing their newest adventurer, we love tackling the wackier topics of video game tropes and news. And we're pretty sure you won't save your charisma check, our spell save DC is pretty fucking high. Come check us out at casualmasterquest.podbean.com or just google us, we're there. Casual Master
5: Quest. Delightfully tacky, yet unrefined.
2: That's fucking Hooters, Tyler.
0: Shit. Make sure you head over and check them out. Not only are they fans of the show, but they put out quality podcasting material every Monday. If you're interested in becoming a podcast partner, send an email with a quick synopsis of your project and a 30-second promo, if you have one, to deathsavingbros at gmail.com. We'll review your pitch and get back to you. Join the Death Saving Bros crew by picking up some official podcast gear on redbubble.com. We have designs available for clothing, mugs, and notebooks. Those can be found by searching Death Saving Bros on redbubble.com. As always, we're looking for five-star ratings and reviews on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or iTunes, so give us a quick shout-out, and we'll read your thoughts on the air. Don't forget that we are still looking for homebrew magical items, but this is the last week to send those to us before we record them for the show. The ideas we've already received from Reddit, Twitter, and email are excellent suggestions, and we know that yours is too. So send those to us on Twitter or by way of deathsavingbros@gmail.com, at gmail.com. And we'll be sure to thank you for any suggestions that we use. We'll keep you updated on other news as it happens. If you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at death saving bros, or you can follow life saving bros on Instagram for plot hooks, pre-made character sheets and other tips and tricks to bring your own D and D campaign to life. And don't forget that if you're artistically inclined We'd love to have you reach out and bring to life some magic items that Ben has been working on and posting to the Life Saving Bros page. And now that you've heard your fill, without further ado, we now return you to your regularly scheduled programming.
3: Brixius's turn. Jet, so you swung at me with your quarterstaff, right? One time. All right, so on the parry, I'd like to imagine you were kind of just swinging kind of from the side. And I just kind of circle blocked it and like kind of caught it, but still took some damage from it. And I guess I would like to go into it. Jet. like the plane, what is the matter with you? Is there a demon inside of you? And I would just like to smack him in the face. Well, also uh is there like a roller check like so i would like to try to like catch it and actually like take the quarter stack out quarter staff out of his hand to kind of disarm him and then just kind of smack him in the face and
4: so just while you're catching that and yelling to me you're going to notice uh you failed the perception roll so you didn't notice the first time but now that you're up in my grill so to speak you're going to notice that my eyes are just completely, there's no color to them, just blanked over. As you start yelling my name, though, you see me kind of, like, fade in and, like, my grip on my core, core staff just kind of lets go for a second.
0: Okay, so I don't need a roll to disarm you. Great. You could still disarm him, and that is an actual rule. There is a rule in the book for how to do that.
3: No, i that's great, and if you want to use it, just because we never use it, we can but he said he just let go of it, so I would just like to take it.
4: (laughs) Brixius, what is going on?
3: Is there semen in you? Is there a demon in you? There's a what in me? I smack him again. I know it's my turn, so I can only really... uh, The first smack was serious. I would like to disarm him and then smack him in the face, so I guess I'll roll to hit with that. Well, that was a natural 20. (laughs) That'll hit me. And, uh... Because I'm a half-orc, win crit with melee, <laughs> roll one additional damage die.
5: We so, have that?
3: Yeah.
5: Oh, we do have that. I have it written down. So
3: since it was an open-hand smack, or I just smacked him. Actually, not to get things complicated, I'm trying to think of the mechanics of it right now. I had a shield in one hand and a warhammer in the other. So would I have even been able to catch the quarterstaff? Or can I just, like, knock it out of his hand with the shield, and then when I smack him, I guess I would either have to shield bash him or hit him with the hammer.
5: Yeah, you would smack him with the head of your warhammer.
0: Yeah, I would think that you could open up your shield arm, catch the quarterstaff, and then...
3: Just bring my warhammer across and kind of just smack him with it then? Just bop him in the nose. Just straight up. Okay, Yeah, well, bop that... him
5: with a fucking metal warhammer. That'll fucking do it.
3: <laughs> well, I slap him with a warhammer. That's pretty much what we're doing. But so does that—that that does full warhammer damage, though, right?
5: Yes. Yes. All right. Out. Great.
3: So, gotcha. Gotcha. Hold on.
4: Three damage coming up.
3: All right. That is twenty damage for the one slap with the warhammer. <laughs>
4: <laughs> there goes half my HP. <laughs> at maximum health. So twenty for one.
0: Yeah. Um. Yeah. You're good. Okay, so you take 20 damage. Well, not yeah.
3: good. And it's... I
5: was like, he's not good.
3: He's jet, hurt. like the plane, is there a demon inside of you? What the hell is going on? And it goes through those motion, smack, and uh, turn.
5: Wait, <laughs> 20 damage total or 20 damage for
3: one? Well, I'm not swinging at him twice. It was just kind of a reaction to smack him once.
5: And you hit him with 20? Yes. <clears throat> I thought that was one hit and you had another one to go. I was like, Jesus I, Christ. If I wanted... To try to hit him again, I could. Well, I forgot you rolled a natural 20. Yeah, so... So so, I'm just
4: hoping you're being merciful, because I decided not to hit you an additional four times.
5: Well, it was either him or fucking me, and I didn't figure this out (laughs) yet. I
3: I just rolled the dice.
4: You (laughs) weren't even in the room, though, that's why I asked. That's what I'm saying.
3: I I could hit you again, and if one hit did half your damage, I could probably do the other half this turn, so I would say that is mercy.
0: (laughs) And it's Prothean's turn. Uh, Prothean, you are currently grappled by the spiny tongue of the demon over in the corner of the room and Jet and Brixius are going at it at the front of the cabin so, your turn
2: Alright, you said last time I'm allowed to siskebab this, so I'm going to take my greatsword and shove it down its throat turn into a siskebab 18? 18. 18 will hit and I'm also going to, while using this use divine, make my weapon a divine smiting block, uh, hit Okay Add level two spell, so that's gonna be add an extra, uh, t- three forty eight. So I'm gonna just roll the regular hit first. So where the fuck is my six-sided dice?
5: Playing with a bunch of fucking pansies. This HP's forty eight. His is forty nine. His is fucking sixty.
4: No, my max is forty two. I'm oh, sorry, his ma- max is forty fucking two.
0: <laughs> sorry, bitches. we're not all barbarians. Like, what the fuck do you want? <laughs> oh, <damn. laughs> yeah, you got a tank, A Nidus?
4: Ambi, Ambi,
0: (laughs) Ambi, Ambi. That's how I write your name down in all the lists. Shorthand, Ambi. Ambi. Oh, look at little Ambi over there. (laughs) Ambi. Okay, how much damage did you do, Prothean? Still rolling. (laughs)
4: Good enough.
0: Thirty-two.
4: Nice.
3: Good fucking hit there, guy. Wow.
4: Oh, killer job
2: sport.
0: Okay, how much damage was done by the sword and how much was done by the divine smite?
2: Uh thirteen was done by the sword and the rest I, got, I rolled a six, a two, a four, and a seven.
0: Your math is correct, but I need the difference between the divine smite damage, which is a magical attack, and your great sword, which is a non magical attack.
2: Yeah, the reason why I was asking is to this Divine Smite, I have rolled an extra 1d8 for if it's a fiend. Oh, okay. And it's radiant damage. So wait, how's this guy looking right now? He's looking a little bit worse for the wear now. Alright, I'm gonna use my second attack now, <laughs> and basically take my sword out of its throat and do the exact same thing again. So basically like taking a fork out of a piece of meat and trying to stab it right down again into its throat. I rolled an 8. That will not hit. That meat is well done. Die. So, yeah, wait, hold on. We got two people that are literally... Three de- three people who all they do is hunt demons, and I'm not even fighting a demon. Ooh. Well, I'm fighting a jet.
3: I just got like the plane. out of a trap. Because I'm not I'm, really sure what's going on with jet, like the plane. <laughs> I'm, I'm paralyzed
2: on the ground. Honest. There's a fucking demon in the corner. Figure that out later. All I know is my
4: face hurts right now. <laughs>
2: Wait, yeah, three funny. people who hunt demons?
3: It's just you and Abe. Me and Ambionitis are just...
2: I was counting you and Am- Ambionitis as demon hunters since so you keep looking for demons to kill.
3: I don't, i wouldn't consider us demon hunters, though, because we've never really fought a demon before, except for, the, like, the little lizard guys.
2: You're
5: just on a demon hunt. We're demon curious, is, is what we're looking <laughs> We're demon at.
2: virgins, but we're trying to... There's one in a them. fucking corner if you guys want to help me.
3: Well, I don't
5: know that. I was upside down. It's
3: literally just me, you, and Jet in the room, and Jet is a demon. I'm pretty sure. So I guess I am fighting a demon. So I
4: am not a demon,
3: Jet. I'm happy
0: to lose my virginity of this to you. All right, it is Abe's turn. Uh, you have been pierced. You have been pierced by this hatchet, and um, you can use your turn to make a Constitution saving throw to break the spell.
1: I guess I'll do that. So this guy just had like a magic hatchet, just like that he was chopping wood with.
0: Well, technically, no. (laughs) I
1: mean, he said it was like stuck in a stump by his woodpile.
0: Yes, um, but if you remember from the previous episode, I specifically said that there is a hatchet head on the table. Uh, So he specifically swapped the hatchets. It's
1: time to like yank out a hatchet head and stick in a new hatchet head.
0: At some point in his life, yes.
1: Uh, by his life you mean like the last five seconds
0: no as in like in the last five days <laughs> He had it ready and you guys happen to show up.
1: Hmm. All right. Well, I rolled a 13 Must be fucking
0: nice that will not do it. You are still paralyzed sir
5: uh, 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 uh,
4: Must be fucking uh, nice
0: Ambionitis, it is your turn. No, sorry jet. It's your turn
4: the fuck fuck you. Well, I guess fuck me, right? Okay, so the last thing I remember now is I uh, woke up and my face is on fire now.
3: I didn't light it on fire. I just slapped it.
4: It feels like it. uh, What the the hell's in the corner there? Britney Spears.
3: Oh, that's just Prothean. But what's wrong with you?
4: (laughs) What's wrong with me is my nose is, I think, bleeding. Uh, I can't quite see straight. Eyes are watering.
3: I'm just saying. Well, Protean's fighting a rock demon thing. Rock demon? Yes, but you, you had the craziest look in your eyes, and you came on to me.
4: At a one point he said, did well, we, let's get it on. Did we, uh, you know. Did boom. we
3: what? You you struck me.
4: <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, Monk boy, plain man, listen. I'm going to see whatever's in the corner. I'm taking off for that demon, I guess you said it was. I'm like... You said that's a demon, right? We're supposed to be killing demons? Let me see my quarterstaff. I'm going to run in that direction.
3: I don't give it back to him. Can I do an insight check to see if I think he's a demon? Or Um, if I know if there's something like demonic going on with him? or? I'll let you make an insight check on
0: your turn. Gotcha.
4: But if you do not toss me my quarterstaff, I guess I am still attacking this demon, just going in all fisty cuffs. Okay. A 16? Will hit. Excellent. I will do my... uh, When I strike, I can do a bonus action attack. 12.
0: That will not hit.
4: Okie dokie. And then I will spend one Kai point for a flurry of blows. One was a 19 and the other was a natural 20.
0: Those will both do it. So what does this look like with the three hits and one of those is a critical?
4: So that's just three damage dice, and then plus an an extra one for the 20? Yes. Okay. And am I adding my modifier to three of those?
0: Yeah, you'll add your modifier three times.
4: Okay, so that's two and two is four. My modifier is my dexterity, so that's plus ten, fourteen, plus six.
0: So a total of twenty?
4: As long as that was four, yes. That's
0: (laughs) twenty. All right. (laughs) Uh, you deal 20 damage to him, and because your fists do glow with magical energy, as you- One of them is. It's going to, um, all land squarely on him.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna, just sprinting over there, I'm gonna kinda like, use his head as a springboard, and that's gonna be my first, like, I'm gonna kick him, jump up, I'm gonna come down, I'm just gonna give him a couple punches, right in the noggin.
0: Okay. Ambionitis, it's your turn. You are on the ground, next to the woodpile, near the tree. You are 60 feet away from Siren Whitehurst, and you are approximately 15 feet from Abe, who is stock still.
1: Watch out
4: for his bandsaw of paralysis.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta be careful, though, because you can't speak.
4: Do I see him not moving? Yes. You smell that he shit himself
5: immediately upon paralysis. Do I see anything wrong with him?
0: What's your passive perception? 14. Yeah, you're pretty sure that he's like eerily still.
5: Like, am I looking at his back or his chest? His back. Fuck. I'm pretty
1: sure I didn't just like, you know, I decided to take a nap like (laughs) during the middle of this fight.
5: Is he standing up or laying down? Standing up. Can I run up to him and look at him?
0: Yeah. You see a... A A fucking hatchet
5: hatchet sticking out of (laughs) him? I fucking hope so. Can I pull it out? Sure. This is going to hurt a lot. I'm so ready for it. Can't really say anything about it. What do I need to do to pull this out of my friend?
0: Just pull it out. I'll let you do that. Oh, and,
5: yeah. I want to pull it out, but slowly.
0: Oh, ouch. <laughs> all right. It comes out. Do I like feel this like normal? Yes. <laughs> cool. <laughs> um, A yeah, it just rolls down his eye. <laughs> it's out of him.
5: Yeah. It, all right. I want to stick it back in him.
0: <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. As soon as you remove it from his chest, he is able to move again. oh Ow. <laughs>
5: Can I turn the guy? Oh, Yo, you threw this at him? Oh, Siren? Yeah.
0: Siren's not gonna respond to that.
5: I ask him, "Did you throw this at him?"
0: He doesn't respond.
5: Well, I go into a rage. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. I'm upset. I'm upset.
5: And I advance towards him.
0: Okay.
5: My movement speed is forty.
0: Okay, so you get within twenty feet of him.
5: Yes. Can I do anything else?
0: Um, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna count the removal of the the axe the hatchet as an action
5: Do I have this in my hand? Yes you do Solid.
0: Okay. It is the demon's turn. The demon is with Prothean and it did not like the fact that it got shish kebobbed multiple times or attempted multiple times and it especially didn't like that radiant damage so it is going to bite you, claw you, claw you Looks like it's getting another uh, radiant damage 15 does that hit? 15 does not hit How about a 23? You know for sure that fucking hits. (laughs) And let's go with a 26.
3: Let's go with this time, his AC is a little higher and it's a 27. (laughs) Let's just go with that, huh?
0: Okay, so he's gonna hit you twice. And. um, How much damage did I take? 15 plus 17. So 30. Well, fuck me, Your math is wrong. 15 plus 17? Oh. 32. All right, take 32, Prothean. Fuck you, Ben. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm just waiting for Paul's debt, and he's going to come downstairs and beat Paul with a bell for
2: getting that wrong. <laughs> 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 right.
3: Simple math.
2: I'm going to do the same thing as last time My
0: Radiant. Uh, uh, whatever the fuck it's called? Hellish Rebuke? Yes. Okay, that's, that's just hellish flames. It's not any specific sort of damage. All right, uh, he needs to roll dexterity saving throw. That's right, and we're aiming for a 15? That sounds right. 14. 14. 14. He rolled a seven. He takes the full 2d10. Axe is a, th- a 3d10 this time, because I'm using it as a level
2: two spell, because fuck this guy. Okie doke First one is a five,
0: then an eight, then a seven. So a total of 20? Yes. He is not looking so hot. Okay, it is uh, Siren's turn. Siren is going to take out one of his hand axes. Or actually, no, he's not going to do that. He is going to pull out a fan from uh, from his belt. He's going to wave it in front of his face and then let a feather fall. And as he does so, he's going to flick the fan in your direction and the feather is going to explode into a wall of wind. That is going to wrap itself in front of Ambionitis, around Abe, and then encircle the back of the house. And what he just did was wind wall. It is a wall of strong wind rising from the ground up to, and it's going to be up to 50 feet long. It's 15 feet high and one foot thick. It can be shaped any way in any way as long as it is one continuous path uh each creature must make a strength saving throw oh only within its area so nobody was actually actually in it except ambienitis you're gonna need to make a strength saving throw um and on a fail you'll take 3d8 bludgeoning damage or half as much on a successful it keeps fog, smoke, and other gases at bay. Small or smaller flying creatures or objects can't pass through the wall. Yada, yada, yada. Um, but yeah, so basically now you would have to make a strength saving throw any time you want to pass through it. Ambionitis, could you give me your strength saving throw? He's flipping me off, so it must be bad. Bad. Do you have anything that I'm going to need to wait for?
5: Can I intimidate the wind wall? You cannot. Well, nope, nope. Looks like I, uh, get touched on a little bit. I read my peepee.
0: You're enraged, so you have advantage on strength saving throws. What? Ah. And you're in rage, so you gotta moan
5: every time you roll. Oh, damn it. I have advantage on strength throws?
0: Yeah, rage. You have advantage in strength checks and saving throws.
5: I fucking know that. You know how many times you I've get
0: been... your rage damage bonus um, on attacks, and you have resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing.
5: I knew that. I didn't know about the strength thing. That would have saved my ass so many times in the last campaign. Holy hell. Hey, that's better. 18.
0: So you only take half as much damage, and then you'll take half of that because you have resistance to it.
5: Nice.
3: So you're taking a quarter of the total damage.
5: Outstanding mathematics.
0: Thanks. Not gonna get beaten by a belt today. <laughs> so you'll take three damage.
5: Yeah. Is that all? Yep, Man. that's it. That's a nice fraction of my health.
0: <laughs> How you looking over there?
5: Ninety-three. Shit, <laughs> you're bloodied. <laughs> I don't have a fucking pencil. Can I borrow a pencil? Fuck you. Oh, wow. Thank you.
2: Does someone really need to help me with this fucking demon?
5: Asshole, I'm outside.
2: It is
0: now Brixie's turn. All
3: right, I would like to make an insight check on if I think there is any demon presence in Jet 14. Currently no. Well,
0: I'm just talking about in general.
4: I am a normal boy. That in general, you
0: know. in general, you think something's messed up, but you don't know enough about demons to to say yes or no, but he's definitely not right in the head
4: uh you just think i had a stroke
3: you don't know what i think i have a lot of weird stuff that goes through my head both character wise and player wise so regardless i would like to cast a spell a uh, chaos bolt centered on the demon well the rock demon not the demon inside a jet but the rock demon Okay, how does Chaos Bolt work? Ah, this is my new spell. That kind of fits my guy's personality better. So, Chaotic Energy is hurled at one creature within range. On a hit, the target takes 2d8 plus 1d6 damage. And then, so, for each uh, number on the d8, one of them determines the type of damage it does. And it ranges from, like, Acid, Cold, Fire, Thunder, Psychic, etc. And... If both my d8s roll on the same number, the chaotic energy then leaps from one creature to the next, and I make another attack roll on the next creature within range.
0: That's a lot of stuff happening, so go ahead and start rolling those uh, dice and walk us through it. Yeah,
3: let me me see first if I even hit, because if I don't hit, nothing even happens. (laughs) (laughs) 21.
0: Yes, that will hit.
3: All right, great. So now I roll 2d8. So that was a 6 and a 5. So then I take one of the dice and decide which type of damage I want to do between the 5 and a 6. So a 5 does lightning and a 6 does poison. So I guess I, my character probably wouldn't know about rock demons and what type of damage they are resistant to or what, time, what, what types are not, correct? Correct. Alright, so I'm going to do lightning damage then. Okay. So then, oh yeah, so that's my damage that I do. So that was 5 plus 6 plus a 1d6 as well. So 11 plus 5, that's 16 lightning damage to the creature.
0: 16, you say?
3: And since it was a level 1 spell, I guess I got to roll for my wild surge. <laughs> and that is a natural 1. Oh,
4: fuck oh, no. yes.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, we haven't done this since episode 4. Yes, I've been I've been highly waiting for this moment. I'm happy that my first time casting Chaos Bolt something like
0: this <laughs> happens. So, I'll be honest, I was hoping that you would choose the poison damage, but that that's for another time. Let's go ahead and roll some percentile dice and see what what chaos happens with your wild surge.
3: All right, you're going to have to pull up that table cuz I do not have that table handy and uh Brad Renfro, could I borrow one of your d10s?
1: The entire cabin explodes, killing everyone except Abe and Ambulance. Can you hand me one of
3: your D10s? Do you have a pink one that's not metal? Because I don't have a cold dice box like all you guys do. <laughs> Alright, so... The zero on a D10 is 10, right?
0: If that, if that is your 10s number, that is a zero.
3: Okay, well, it was going to be my ones number. So is it actually yes. a zero then? No, that's a 10. So then I just add 10 to my 10s place number then, correct? So 90.
0: Okay. (laughs) You become invisible for the next minute. (laughs) You love invisibility with your wild surge. Uh, During that time, other creatures can't hear you. The invisibility invisibility ends if you attack or cast a spell. Do I know I'm invisible? Probably not.
3: Oh, okay. Well, that's not really as... That's kind of anticlimactic. Shit. All right, I'm going to switch my ones and tens place. What's an 18 give me?
0: (laughs) You grow a long beard made of feathers that remains until you sneeze, at which point the feathers explode out from your face. That sounds better to me. (laughs) Sure, I will allow it.
3: Sweet. And do I know I have it?
0: (laughs) You feel a... Basically like when you get a chill and you just shiver... All over, that's what happens when you cast this spell and you suddenly feel something on your face, but you don't know what.
3: I hope my character doesn't have allergies and never sneezes.
0: Some of the sounds and background music in this production are copyright material. The songs Controlled Chaos, Eternal Terminal, Heavy Interlude, Malicious, Minima, and Wretched Destroyer are by Kevin McLeod at Incompetech.com, licensed under Creative Commons Attribution License 3.0. The track Dreams of War is music by Orchestralis. The Death Saving Bros theme song is an abridged version of the song Run by Kai Angle and sourced from the Free Music Archive. This track is used with permission under Creative Commons Attribution License 4.0. You can read the full license at creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0 slash legal code.